of a magic dragon living by the sea In a land called Harmony Little Jackie Paper Love that rascal puff Bottom strings and sealing wax And other fancy stuff Oh Puff and the Magic Dragon Live by the sea In a land called Harmony Of the magic dragon Live by the sea And frolicked in the awesome mist In a land called Harmony Hello and welcome to Guitar Noise Podcast number 27 Continuing on with our summer camp series, playing the song Pop the Magic Dragon, and today we're going to be talking about playing in the group situation. What do you do when you get together with another guitar player? So, get your guitars, and here we'll go. Welcome again. And as promised, I have a guest with me today. Um, I should explain a little bit because I was hoping to get um, either Nick or another guitar noise notable. But unfortunately, um, through the wonders of science, if you will, or the fact that um, Paul is in Singapore and couldn't make the trip, and Nick is in the middle of putting in a lot of anti-spamming um, Software into the into the guitar noise forum. Um, I'm left with just myself, so I'd like to introduce um, David Hodge. David, hello. As you can hear, he's not as talkative as I am. Um, part of that is uh, part of this whole cloning technology thing is is still kind of iffy. Um, but you know, people have suspected long ago that I was a clone. So. Um, yeah, this is one of them. Um, there's actually 17 different ones out there. Um, so if you ever happen to see me and I'm acting kind of like I don't recognize you, it's probably because it's my clone and not me. So anyway, here we go. You ready, David? Sure. Okay. Last time out, we went over the basics of Puff the Magic Dragon, and what we're going to try to do today is to get the idea of when you're playing with other people, um, why it's important to use the different techniques that we have, um, if for no other reason than to make the song a little bit more interesting. Okay, because otherwise, if we decide, for instance, on a particular strumming pattern, um, and we both agree to do the same thing, um, it's going to sound like we're part of a guitar choir. So, um, Dave, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go with the basic strumming pattern that we learned last time, which would be the bass note on the one. On two, we're going to go down and up. So two and. Then three, we're going to skip the down. And then on the and, three, come back up. 
and then on four we'll go down. So for G, for instance, that'll be one and two and three and four. You got that? I think so. Okay. So let's try it together, shall we? One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and two and three and four. So if we were to go through the first two lines of the verse, for instance, it would sort of sound like this. Both of us playing the same thing. Yeah, both of us playing the same thing. Okay. One and two and three and four and one. So, what we're going to do is we're going to try something a little bit different. I'm going to be playing the part where we just did, okay, the basic strum. Um, in case you've forgotten, by the way, the chords, um, the cheat sheet for this is on our last um, podcast, podcast number 26. So feel free to um, take a look at that and have a copy of it handy, okay? So let's try this again, and um, David, you try something else. See what happens, okay? Okay, all right, let's go then. One, two, and three, and here we go. interesting. What was going on there? Well, for starters, um, since you were handling the basic strumming, I thought maybe it would be a better idea to just do some um, cross-picking. So I was doing very, very simple one and two. Okay. And so what I hit is I hit the bass note like you did in the first one. And then I skip down to the G string. One and then two and three and four and. That's all on the top three strings, the three thinnest strings. So it's going low E, G, E, B, G, E, B, G. So that would be one and two and three and four and. And I did the same thing for the other chords, uh, for the B minor. Um, I used the um, three-finger B minor, by the way, for that. Actually, the four-finger B minor. I'm sorry about that. The four-finger one having um, the ring fingers on the fourth fret of the D string. It's the F-sharp note. So I was actually using that as my bass note. So I was going from the D string to the G string. It's one and then two and three and four and again was the E string, the high E string, B string, and then the G string. So one and two and three and four and. 
then for the C, obviously, regular C, one and, and I was using the D string as my second string there, one and two and three. And then back to the G. So that was one and, whoops, I hit the D string instead of the G string. Yeah, that sounded good. Yeah, it, you, see, you can do either way. It doesn't really matter. One and two and three and four and. So doing that part, just that part again, very slowly. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two, three and four and one and two and four and. Let's try that one more time. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and. Now I noticed that you hit the D string again there instead of the G string that last time through, right? Mm -hmm. I did, I did. <laughs> Can't pull anything past you, can I? Well, it's important to let people know that if you happen to make a mistake and it's you know, with the right chord, nobody's really going to notice when it's all together, okay? Except for when people are kind of being nitpicky. They are sometimes. People do that. Okay. One thing I wanted to ask you is about the picking there. Are you using any particular type of picking? I'm glad you asked that, actually, because um, it's, it's not alternate. What I'm doing is on the first two bass notes on the first beat, I'm going down. So I've got down, down, and then the rest of them, since they're on the high three strings, are all ups. Okay, down, down, up, 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 up. You have the D string instead of the G string again. Yeah, no, okay. I'll do it with the G string. Down, down, up, 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 up. All right. Now, you can do this alternately. Um, I just find it a little bit easier, uh, especially if we're doing just very deliberate arpeggios, to go with um, downs on, um, on the bass notes, the notes I'm trying to really emphasize for the bass, and then ups for the higher strings. So it's down, down, up, 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 down, down, up, 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 down, down, up, 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 up. And you hit the G string instead of the D string. Cool. All right. So let's try that together. Okay. So one and two, three and four and two and three and four and one and and three and four and one and two and three, four and one and two and three and one and two. bad so far. Now, I also noticed there on the A7, you were pretty much um, doing the same sort of pattern that you were doing before, but on the D, you changed it a little bit. What happened there? 
Well, on the A7, as you noticed, I did play the same sort of pattern, down, down, um, that's on the A string, and then on the D string, and then up, 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 up. But on the D chord, I did the first one the way that we had been, down, down, up, up, up. But for the second, up, 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 I switched um, to a D7, actually a D9 chord, because what it is, it's a D7 chord, but I've left the E string open, the high E string. So, okay. And again, when you have that D note starting out, it just creates a very nice cascading effect. Um, could you um, tell them about that one more time? What is that D9 chord? Well, D9 chord is like a D7 chord. Um, it's, it sounds more complicated than it is. Um, and what we've done, um, so it's just the open D string. Then we've got a middle finger on the second fret of the G string, that's the A note. Our first finger's on the first fret of the B string, that's the C note, that's the 7 of a D7. And then we've left the high E string open, so that is the nine, if you will. So when they have a regular D chord, whoops, sorry about that, one and two and three and four and. Do that again slowly, okay. One and two and three and four and. Okay, one too bad. Now, when we get to the fourth line, you're going to have a little bit of a problem because you've got that whole G to E minor to A and D, and that's all going to be um, um, two beats each. So what are you going to do about that? Well, you know, I was thinking that what I'd try is just go with, again, sticking with straight eighth notes, the one and two and, bass, bass, and then the two high strings, high G, E, then the B string. So I could go from G to E minor. Now, that's actually very, very clever there, David, because I don't know whether or not you've seen, well, you can't see because this is all audio. Um, but because of the fact that that E minor is using the very bass note and then going for the G string, it's open. And then the high E, B, and G are also open. So he basically is playing that E minor without any fingers on the guitar at all. Well, yeah, summer camp, you want to be able to grab a drink or something while you're doing it, so it's a great place to be able to do it. So you're going one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and, and I noticed that you used that D9 again. Mm hmm Yep, I did. One and two. Okay. Now... Well, I'd like to make a request is when you get to that last G to just hit it once, like a regular chord. Okay. Well, you're going to do that too, right? Yeah. That way we can also do the same thing for the D7. For the O. Okay. It's a little melodramatic, but sure. You know, you're the boss. Okay. So, let's try working through the whole verse. Okay. We're going to do this really, really slowly. So, one, and two, and three, and four, and one, and two, and three, four, and one, and two, three, and 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 four, and one, and two, three, and
that. Let's try it now again. See if we can sing it through. Okay? One, and two, and three, and here. Pop the magic dragon. together. Oh, one, one more time a little bit quicker. Okay. So one, and two, and three. A magic dragon live by the sea and frolics in the autumnness in a land called Honolulu. something here. Um, notice that on the moving from the A to the D, you're using that bass line going from A, B, C sharp, right? Yeah, okay. Well, I was thinking I could add a harmony part to it, um, so maybe something like... Okay, what are you doing exactly? Well, I've got an A7 chord. Okay, typical A7. And what I'm doing is I am making sure that I'm one and two, one and two and, like you know, we were doing before. And you'll have to forgive me, I've not tried making this kind of explanation before. It's, it takes some time getting used to this. Don't worry, okay? Okay. All right. So on one, I'm hitting the open A string. On the end of one, I'm hitting the D string. Okay, where my finger's on the second fret, because I've got a regular A7 shape, like I said before. So it's one and. 
for two, I'm hitting the B string where my finger's also in the second fret. And then on the and, I'm hitting the open G string. So it's one and two and. It's a 97 chord. Yeah, that's what I was saying. One and two and. Now for three, I'm going to drop my pinky down on the D note, which is the third fret of the B string. And then the open G string again. And then on four, hit the open high E string. And then back to the second fret of the B string. Okay, let's walk that through again very slowly. We start out with an A7 chord, and we're going one and, okay, that's the A string and the D string. Two and is the B string and the G string. Three and is the B string and the G string again, but we have added our pinky to the third fret of the B string. The G string is still open. Four and we are hitting the open E string. While we're doing that, we're taking our pinky off so we can get the B string, second fret of the B string again, on the and of four. All right, so let's try that. One and two and three and four and. I like that. Let's see how that works together. So one and two and three and four and. One more time. One and two and three and four and. That's nice. All right. So you got any big plans up your sleeve for the D? Well, what I was thinking about doing is since we've already got use of the D7, D7 or the regular D, um, and we've been throwing in that D9 sort of thing um, from time to time, um, maybe something to do would be to play the um, five-string D9, uh, which is basically you take a C7 chord. Um, those of you who don't know the C7 chord, it's like a regular C chord, um, but we have added our pinky to the third fret of the G string, and we slide all of that up two frets. So your ring finger is on the third, on the fifth fret of the A string. The middle finger is on the fourth fret of the D string. The pinky is on the fifth fret of the G string. The index finger is on the third fret of the B string, and the E string is open. So it sounds like. And just go down four, one and two and, and then come up four, three and four and. That sounds kind of nice. One and two and three and four and. So hitting the A together with this would be one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and. Let's try that again. So one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and. Cool. I can't wait to try it. So why don't we try 
um, a verse and a chorus and see how that goes with all of this stuff added in. You want to try this part of it one more time? You think you can handle it? I think I can handle it. Okay. Well, then um, let's give it a shot, shall we? Okay. So one and two and three and four and puff. The magic dragon lived by the sea. Here we go. In a land called Connolly. Nice. Little Jackie Paper. Love and rest of for having me. Cool. Now, I hope this has given you just a little bit of a taste of what we can do. That was, again, doing something very, very relatively simple. Um, he didn't um, do anything other than just nice little 
prospect arpeggios more than anything else. And um, they were very simple ones too. And you see how that added a whole different kind of dimension to the playing just in playing one. And it sounds a lot better than the both of us playing the same thing. I mean, we share enough as it is. We don't have to be sharing the same guitar style. Um, and this also brings out a very important thing about knowing what to play. And hopefully we'll um, look into that in the upcoming podcast because that's something that everybody really worries about and then we got you've got so much to worry about as it is how to make it easier for you and part of that believe it or not is just in listening and getting a feel of things i know that sounds phenomenally vague but that's really how simple it can be sometimes so we'll be talking about that in future things to come i hope that you've enjoyed this and um next time out in summer camp we're going to um, add a third guitar whether or not it'll be me or not, it'll depend on who's in town for summer, but we shall find out, okay? So one and two and three and four. Mm-hmm.